episode 177 of the Mandarian Orange Show. I'm Phil Vecchio. And I am just Janelle. Just Janelle is okay with me. Just Janelle. Oh, I Like, I'm fair. Oh, (laughs) I gotcha. I just thought of that right now, though. That's good. Just Janelle. You are just. You you meet out love and punishment in equal measure. <laughs> uh, I'm America's hottest judge on television. The cases are real. The litigants are real. They've all agreed to settle their differences outside of court. On Janelle's Judge Janelle. Just Janelle. Just Janelle. And the just would be in, like, cursive handwriting, and then the Janelle would be, like, a bold print. Oh, but the top of the J in just would also have, like, a, like the little balancing scales going across Perfect. It. Yeah. Let's pitch it. Just Janelle. She's not a judge. She's a teacher. But that's almost the same thing. <laughs> I did a mock trial in my classroom, so I'm qualified. And I was a jury for person. Plus, how many times do you have to, like, deal with conflict in your classroom and decide how to deal with it fairly? Just today. Just today? <laughs> you were just in how you dealt with it? Yeah, I mean, we had pencil throwings, we had um, kids using bad words, we had... Kids using bad words while throwing pencils? I'm not sure if it was both at the same time, but I mean, I do have it. Well, I know that you're just in however you do it. I had one kid who told me he went to the circus on Friday, (laughs) right in the middle of a lesson. (laughs) Like, I was, like, up there in front of everybody <laughs> teaching him about abstract nouns. And then and he's, he's like, like, what? He just, like, came up because I have this, like, little spot outside my bubble. He, like, comes up and he's, like, standing there. I'm like, yes? And he's like, oh, no, no, no. I'm like, you need to speak a little louder. He's like, I went to the circus on Friday. And then he's like, I'm like oh, that's... That's cool. And then he just like turned around and went and sat down. <laughs> uh, I love, I love. It was so random. Games. I was just like, okay, cool. I <laughs> went to the circus on Friday. <laughs> well, we went to the podcast recording couch on today. And this is the day. And we're going to. Go into our news. So, should we get into the news? That is what I just said. But I said it after you. (laughs) So, if you can be so kind and rate and review us in Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Tune in wherever you listen to our podcast. And we'd like you to email us at mandarinorangeshow at gmail.com about musings, jokes, limericks. I've been asking for limericks for years now across multiple podcasts I've been involved with and no one has ever sent me one. 
Please do. Rarely jokes. I can't I don't know if anyone's... I mean, people post jokes in our group sometimes, so that counts. Yeah. But never a limerick, though. A limerick is a way different. It is. What about a brain buster? Sure, I'll take anything. If it's in your email, we'll check it out and find a way to share it on our show. You can also message us on Insta, at Mandarin Orange Show. Make sure you check out our TikTok at Mandarian Orange Show as well because, because I gotta give the, you the update. What's the TikTok the, update? The semi-viral. Our almost semi-viral posts. So exciting. This is our TikTok we did for the first ever Vincent Price cooking experience. What are we at? What did it get up Ooh, to? We got another one. 1,268. Okay. 21 hearts. That's pretty good. Two comments. That's pretty good. So you guys should make sure to check that out because by the time you hear this, there will be another one for our second Vincent Price cooking. Cooking with Vincent Price, that mm-hmm. is. So keep an eye out for that. Finally, please like our Facebook page and group. Now, I was thinking about this earlier because we always ask people to rate and review. And rate means, you know, usually depending on what platform you use, you can add stars or whatever. You put, like, how much you like us. Mm-hmm. We, you know, of course appreciate a high rating, but, I mean, you know. If you don't like us. You know, but one way or another, the re- the review part, that's tough because the rating is just a click. And we have more ratings and reviews because it takes more effort, right, mm-hmm. to review. And I know that some people might not know what to write. Maybe they don't feel confident in their writing. And so I was thinking, like, when you have students that are learning how to write and stuff, and you you set up, like, a a sentence for them to copy down, a sentence Sentence frame, frame. right? So I think we need to provide a sentence frame for our listeners on how to write a review for us in case they just need some help getting started or don't know how to structure it. So? All right. So here's the sentence frame. So you could say something like this. I listen to the Mandarian Orange show blank. And in the blank, that's where you put, like, how often you listen to it, right? Mm-hmm. Or I, you could say, I have been listening to the Mandarian Orange Show since blank. That might mm-hmm. that might be a better way to do it. That way you're giving people context for how experienced you are, you know? I love the way that Phil and Janelle blank. Dot, dot, dot. Okay. So then you put, like, all the things that you love about what we do, right? Then you could say, they are the best host of a podcast I've ever heard. I don't think we need any blanks for that. Like you just put that there. That that one just copy that one down. <laughs> Exclamation say, point! That sucker. Some of my favorite subjects they talk about are, and then you blank put in there some of your favorite subjects that we talk about. Bachelor. And then no, don't put that. We don't want to scare people. Nonfiction. Off. Stop it. We don't talk about nonfiction. <laughs> then you can say, I highly recommend this podcast if you like. Blank, and then put maybe some other subjects or, you know. Some comparison. Or genre, you know, like comedy, or if you like laughing, whatever. You put in there how you highly recommend it. And it would say, finally, you would say, thank you, Phil and Janelle, for all of your amazing episodes you've posted. Sincerely, and then blank. And then you put your name in there. Isn't it anonymous? It can be. If you want to leave it anonymous, just put anonymous. Or you could put something like "You're a faithful listener." Oh, you know, clever. whatever. That's why it's the blank there. The, it's up to the listener to put what they want to, how they want to identify themselves. Well, there you go. It's, Just that's a pretty good take sentence. Some notes. Sentence you can structure. put a blank or an ellipse, ellipses for filling your own thoughts. Yeah, 
you know. What do you call it? Sentence frames? Sentence frame. That's a review frame that we just gave you. <laughs> so if that helps. Hopefully. All right. Go on to your favorite platform and post that. What's been going on in our house, Janelle? Well, we've done a couple uh, adventures. One adventure was your pop box prevents. What do we prevent? <laughs> we prevented that was a you. Tongue twister. We prevent you from. I did that one time on a live show. Remember? Pop box presents. That's right. So this last weekend, we did a Pop Box Presents. Um, it was with an awesome band. We talked about this last week, but I just have to give the rundown. The band from Costa Rica, Adios Cometa. And they were such cool guys. It was such a cool so experience nice. to talk to someone like in another country. Um, again, on a live stream. It's the second out-of-country one we've done. Mm-hmm. And they were just really cool guys. Like I really liked them. We had a good time talking. And... I, we had a good turnout in the, in the chat and everything, so yeah. I highly recommend you guys check it out. It's on our Popbox Music YouTube or Popbox Music Facebook page. You can see that video. The next one we're doing, the next uh, Popbox Presents music live stream, is f- the Freezer Burn Continuum is the name of the band, and it is October 23rd, so right around the corner here. And speaking of live streams in the... Right around the corner category of October. We're also doing another Mandarian Orange Live October 24th, which is the next day. It's going to be a busy weekend of live streaming, guys. It is. Saturday, Potvox Presents. Sunday, Mandarian Orange Live. I'm not 100% sure that we meant to book them both on the same weekend. But we we have- did because we got a highly sought after death that's right we did have to work around our guest schedule he's been heavily impacted by all kinds of things lately he's in high demand and the guests we have i guess we should just announce it right yeah because it's right around the corner yeah we're gonna be joined by none other than the co-host of the alex p keaton is my friend podcast keith hutcherson that's right i'm gonna be joined by keith who also co-hosts the show with me because he is the co-host of the Alex B. Keaton is My Friend podcast with me, we're probably going to talk some family ties on there, I would assume. I would assume. Yeah. I would assume. And I'm going to run it. We're going to see. Okay. You're gonna, it's going to be who, co-host against co-host? Yeah. Who's going to know more about the ties? But the other thing that Keith is an expert in is classroom furniture and concrete and so I'm going to have Keith prepare some <laughs> trivia questions about the subjects of classroom furniture and concrete mm. for you and I to answer. And we'll go head to head and see who knows more about concrete, concrete and classroom furniture. I have a little edge with the classroom furniture. Well, I have a little edge with the concrete talk because Keith's told me about it a lot <laughs> of times. Although no matter how many times he tells me, I'm still not sure I have a firm grasp on the difference between concrete and cement and asphalt and all those things. So we might be on, you might have a bigger advantage than me. We'll see. We'll see. They did pour some concrete in front of my classroom this week. Oh, so maybe you do. Have, are you sure it was that and not cement? Oh, cement. Is was it different? I don't it's know. It's definitely, there is a difference. They mean two different things. And we're going to find out next week on our Alex P. Keaton is my friend crossover events are Mandarin Orange Live October 24th with Keith and us. So you guys should join us. 
going to be great. It is. Okay, very quick, small news thing that we did this week. Uh, this is a callback to an old episode that we actually titled Sausage Grapes. Go find it. Be- Listen. Because we got sausage grapes again this week. Phil was so excited to find sausage grapes. They only had like one box of them left at the grocery store. and It's a bag. A bag. Whatever. <laughs> a little bag thing. It's um. They're not as big as the original ones we got. The original ones were seriously the size of like a ballpark a hot finger. dog. <laughs> they were. It's a huge. These ones are still pretty big and long and skinny. But they're not quite as big, but they're still sausage grapes. So, pretty, pretty great. I just had to throw Did that out Did they taste there. good? They were really good. I think there's one left because they might have been out there a bit. Like, they were, we ate them all today because they were, they're like, good. on the Soft. verge. They, you like your grapes crisper than these ones. You oh, wouldn't, gosh. You wouldn't have I cannot them. stand a soft grape. And they were, like, for me, they were right on the border, like, Tomorrow they wouldn't have been okay. Oh gosh! But they were good. They were good. The kids had some. I had and I had some. We just ate them all. Good. So they are good. We got other kinds of grapes too, in case you're worried about it. I'm not because the kids were like, "Is mommy going to be upset? We eat them all." I'm like, "No, mommy's not. Gonna, mommy's not." I don't even like them. They're too like rich. Oh, they're the sweetest grapes we've ever had. They also like you know usually grapes you know when you eat them and you get if you got the juice on your fingers it's just kind of a little sticky or whatever. These yes. actually stain your fingers purple. Mm-hmm. You know, like in kids' like coloring books, they always have grapes as purple. And you're like, grapes aren't purple. These ones it's are like, like a, the ultimate. They're perfectly purple. I love Lucy episode up in your sausage grapes. Except those are black and white episodes. So. Yeah, but you could see the the dark. Oh, the, where they're stomping the grapes. Yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. You could see the stains. We also did some tree trimming around here this week. I put a apostrophe after the trimming. For some reason, tree trimming just sounds too formal. So we did tree trimming. Not like decorating for Christmas. No, no. Cutting down some dead branches. Actually, an entire tree that died, unfortunately, that we're removing bit by bit because I'm not paying a tree company to come out and do it. Janelle keeps freaking out about it, but it's totally within my ability to do. I'm taking off one branch at a time, nothing over my head. Nothing. In your flip-flops. All right. Well, yes, I did it in flip-flops, but that's just my outdoor style. <laughs> it's what I do. I'll put on regular shoes next time. I've seen enough AFV. I have, too. And I so I know all the pitfalls to avoid. Mm. I'm not cutting down the whole trunk. I'm cutting down the upper branches, taking everything down one bit at a time. It is a big undertaking. So much so that I'm going to have to like go to the neighbor's yard to get the last bit of it because it actually leans over on their side. What are you going to say? I'm going to say, let me cut down my tree. Practice your speech. Hello, I'm your neighbor from next door. We often say hello as we go outside and see each other. I'm here today to offer my services as a tree (laughs) removal expert because my tree's dangling over on your side and it died and I have to take it out. And you said you're going to offer to take their weed trees down too. Yeah, we have these like these trees that pop up in like, around your type so Yeah, they're wild nut trees, and seriously, like they'll pop up <laughs> in the spring, and by the end of summer, they're, they're thirty huge. feet tall. And I'm not exaggerating. No, you're not. They're and so they huge. Stink. They stink real bad, and they just spread like wildfire. So if you don't cut them down when they're young like we have ones that like our back neighbors would let grow in and they're seriously their trunks are now 
you know, three feet in diameter because they and let them go for a few years. Pushing up against they're the breaking bottom against, of the fence. Well, because they have like a stone wall in between and they're breaking apart the stone wall. So those ones are on their side though. There's not much I can do about it. And those guys, if they've let it go too long, but these guys right next to us, we could still nip it in the bud. So we I'm going to help them. We still handle it. I'm going to help them do it. All right. Anyway, that's the tree trimming news. <laughs> People want to know about the tree trimming. And? We did one more Cooking with Vincent Price since last week, so we're going to do our we'll segment of that, that in a little bit. But I just want to get people excited about it. Because seriously, that new little segment interstitial bit. It's is, his favorite. It's like my new favorite He's one. like a giddy I keep just child. like listening to it. Luke and Audrey helped me do it. Um, Luke actually is the one that programmed the like electronic music you hear behind. I you know helped him do it. But he actually did it. He did it with a Korg. Uh, synthesizer thing. Proud daddy. And um, yeah, he actually did the notes. I mean, I told him, okay, this is what I want it to sound like. Here's the notes I want you to do. But he actually did it. And then the screams you hear at the end are Luke and Audrey. It's pitched up and, you know, got some effects on it and stuff. But it was a little family project we did while you were at school. Yay. Sorry you didn't get to be involved in it. That's okay. Gotta make the big bucks. You're in a lot of them. And I saved... I don't know. When we do a new segment, I have the best little thing from last week. You did like when we were, I snipped it out of the episode. It's not in the episode because it was just, you were like looking up something and there's a little downtime, you know, mm-hmm. and you sang this little melody to yourself as you were like doing it. And I'm totally taking it and putting it in our next bit. So I have no recollection of that. You don't, but I'm telling you it's great. Oh, I can't wait. So I have that saved. I just, I love it. So you'll be heavily featured in the next Maybe segment. Maybe in uh, D-something December? Oh, yep. That's it. That your sound, your little melody is going to be the song for D-junking December. D-junking December. Yes. Dejunk December, dejunking December. Dejunk it. Dejunk December. I think dejunk December. Dejunkaroos. Dunkaroos. Remember those? But before we get to all that other stuff, we do need to talk about something that's coming up very soon around the Mandarin Orange mm-hmm. Show. We are rapidly approaching November, which means it's time for our 30 day challenge. Aww. All right, we, we've been discussing this. We've had some suggestions come in from people. But Janelle and I have been discussing, and I think we've settled on what we're going to do. And I don't know if we've even, like, mentioned this one. We might have mentioned it as a possibility, actually, on an earlier episode. We are taking Aaron's suggestion for Junk December. But for the 30-day challenge in November, as you guys know, I have to do the same something for each day of November, all 30 days. And... Just a quick recap of the history. Originally, the first one was the 30-day movie pass challenge. I saw a movie in the theater every day for 30 days. Then I did the 30-day sealed DVD challenge. Watched a different sealed DVD. You know, unsealed it and watched Mm -hmm. it every day for 30 days. Then I did the 30-day NES challenge where I played a different NES video game every day for 30 days. Last year, I did the 30-day TV pilot challenge where I watched a different TV pilot every day for 30 days. And this year... Here's what it's going to be. It's going to be, drum, drum roll, roll, please. That's a good drum roll. That was more of like a thigh drum roll, but it worked. It was effective. That's good. 30-day eShop challenge. That might not be immediately apparent to everyone what that is, but the eShop is the online you know, shop where you can download games on Nintendo systems. That's their current system, mm-hmm. right? So Switch, 
Also, 3DS and Wii U are called the eShop. Yeah. Um, I think we're going to... No, I, I guess I could do it across those. Or should I only do it on Switch? Just do it on Switch. Because I have some Wii U ones as well that I've never played. But Switch is a new thing. Yeah, but I still have games in my back catalog from Wii U. Well, what do you think? I guess I don't know. But only you want. I only do Switch. I only want you to do on one system. It's more of a challenge. All right. So it'll be. We're not going to do the the older ones. We're not going to do 3ds or the Wii U ones, even though those are technically eShop still. We're going with the Switch eShop, and so these are games that. You can download, and for the most part, they're download only, although sometimes they do little limited runs of some of these games, and I'm not going to be crazy picky about it. But I'm going to do games that we've downloaded, right? Mm -hmm. So not games that we have on cartridge. And the other rule for this is that they're all going to be games that I haven't played yet. Because, and I've kind of mentioned this before, the Switch has... A huge, a vast catalog of games, many of which they put on sale for, like, literally pennies. Right. Sometimes there'll be, like, a free download or it'll be, you know, just a few cents or even, like, a dollar or two. And so I'll always, like, check the sale area and if there's, you know, cheap deals, I'll download them. Especially if it's, like, a quarter or less, and a lot of times it is. Because <laughs> my thought is I'll go to an arcade and drop a quarter in a machine I don't know just to try it out. So... Why not do a download? So game? some of these might be very interesting. There could be some lame ones because we have come across a few where we spend a few cents on it, and I'm like, ugh, then we're not gonna play that one anymore. But all of the games that we will play are ones that I've never played. They're ones that I've downloaded. Now it's also possible that throughout the month, if something goes on sale, I could download a new one. But I went through and counted our back catalog, and we have more than enough to do this already. Now, the other thing that I'm not going to include is on the list of possibilities to vote for. Because, of course, as always, you guys will be able to vote for the ones to do. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to include games that have, like, you know, like sometimes we've bought a bundle where it's game one, two, and three in the series. Yeah. I'm not going to include any games where, like, I haven't beaten the first one because I don't want to play two and three until I beat the first one. No, that would be really against your morals. Yes. So, nothing like that. So, it's going to be games in the eShop that we've got. That have not been played yet. And as always, I'm going to be the primary person, but you and the kids will, of course, participate with me as you are available and interested. All right. Sounds good. That's what it's going to be. So we have that to look forward to. The 30-day eShop challenge is going to be a wide variety of stuff. So it's going to be fun. And sometimes not fun. <laughs> and that'll be even more fun when I play one that's not fun. Yay. All right, well, up next, it's time for everyone's favorite new segment, Cooking with Vincent Price. Cooking with Vincent Price. <laughs> Do you have the chills? Oh, I love it. It's, I really like it. I don't know why. I just, I'm very happy with how it came out. So, what did we make this week? We did another recipe. So, I was looking through with the kids, and I've, I was a little off because I've been talking about regions. Most of the segments or the chapters or sections in the book are a specific country. Yeah. There is one, there's a couple of them that are from like a region or different that are not a country, but 
90% of them are a country. So just to clarify. So the yeah. first one last week we did was from France. This week we did a recipe from Italy. Now this one had, there was way more options that looked good as compared mm-hmm. to France. But we settled on tagliatelle verdi gratinate al prosciutto. Oh, I like how you said it in Italian. You like that? Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, that's that's my best attempt at it. No guarantee that that's perfect, but it's probably closer than my French pronunciation. Uh, the English translation, according to the book, is green noodle casserole with prosciutto. Mm. So, describe the dish without, without it was being a visuals. creamy pasta bake with meat on top and Parmesan cheese. That's good, yeah. Well, what did you think? I loved it. It was, it was so, so good, good, right? Very, very good. Which this still blows me away because I imagine that, that we wouldn't be able to find anything we'd like and that all these would wind up being gross. But so far... So far, we're two for two. Two for two. They're both really good. Which do you like better of the two? Um, The croquette monster. The sandwich? That's what Luke said, too. But I actually like the pasta better. Oh, yeah. I like the sandwich better. I like them both, though. I love them both. But if you're telling... Like... The cream sauce, I would want to do with adding. This is how I would make the sauce more. Because you were saying it, you needed to put red peppers. In. Not yeah. that you wouldn't do that anyways. But it was a little mild. Need some garlic for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. So what you need to do is you grill some onion and garlic in, all, in butter. Yeah. Before. Then you do the flour and the cream and all that because that like garlic and stuff will potent that sauce. I would definitely do it with that. Now, the the one thing with this recipe is that it was they cooked with a lot of butter back then. I mean, both of them. Same thing with the French one. So much butter. Unhealthy time. They all smoked. Yeah. They all drank. They all cooked with a ton of butter. Tons of butter. This recipe, and it made basically four servings. They were pretty hearty servings, but, you know, the four four of us each had enough. We were all full by the end. You mm-hmm. know, you could probably split it up to five people and it would be fine. Yeah. With no seconds or anything. But so I'll say four servings, literally one entire stick of butter went into this. Mm-hmm. An entire stick of butter. You use a half a stick of butter or, mm-hmm. you know, uh, was it four tablespoons, right? How many? Yeah, it's eight tablespoons in a stick, right? Mm-hmm. So four tablespoons you use in the you like cook it up in the cream sauce. Then you have two more tablespoons that you like stir in with the pasta when it comes out, yeah. you know, and like let it melt into it. And then so it's your cream sauce. You put it on the pasta. You lay it in a dish. Then you take prosciutto, which is like Italian. It's like a real salty, like thin sliced ham kind yeah. of. Yeah. Almost like a salami, I guess, you know, like in flavor, but it's a little like richer. Yeah. And that's like, I could understand why they paired that meat with the sauce. Yeah. Because the sauce. really added flavor to it. it, Yeah. Mixed well together. The sauce was a little bland on its own, but with the meat, it like really blended well. I still would put the garlic and stuff. But anyway, so then you lay the layer of meat across the top and then you melt two more tablespoons of butter and pour that on top. And then you do grated Parmesan cheese all across the top. So we're talking butter, cheese, cream, meat, noodles. It's heavy. It was a heavy meal. It was really good, though. It was great. And because we're very carefully counting our calories on our current diet trend, I still went down. 
I still yeah. lost weight the day after. So I did too. Pretty pretty pleased with that because I knew we were having a heavy dish and I saved all my calories for later in the day or a yeah. lot of calories. Anyway, it was fun though. I liked it and I, I've, I'm really enjoying like doing recipes. I still probably only did 85% of it and you're definitely there like helping me along the way to know how to do this stuff. I'm the overseer. But I'm like doing the bulk of it, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. But you're 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 my assistant. Plus somebody has to document I it. I have to film it. So you're there like getting each step along the way. You should definitely watch our TikTok of it. Yeah. So I don't know. I think I think it was good though. I would I'm not I would definitely modify the recipe to do it again. Probably do a little less butter. Definitely do some more garlic and onion and stuff. But I, it's something I would eat again That's though. That's good. It's not entirely different from, like, a creamy pasta that you've made. You know? Yeah. There's some similarities. My sauces are a little more flavorful. They are. And they're a little less butterful. Yeah. (laughs) I don't use that much butter. But it was good, though. I mean, neither one of them have been bad at all. No. So, I'm pleased with that. Next week, our country is going to be Holland. This is an interesting one. This had... A lot fewer recipes in this section. I don't think he went there as often, you know? And, um, gosh, there's a lot of stuff that we're not interested in eating or that we don't have access to the ingredients. Mm -hmm. What's really interesting, and we'll talk more about it next week, but a lot of the Holland food, and, oh, by the way, I'm saying Holland, I realize it's the Netherlands now, (laughs) but it's listed as Holland in the book, so I'm being accurate to the book. The Netherlands, Holland, because... They were colonists and they had a lot of colonies in Indonesia. A lot of their food comes from Indonesia in the recipe. A lot of the food that they cook there, you know, very popular. Sort of how, like, a lot of Indian food is popular in England because they were colonists in England, et cetera, et cetera, you know. Yeah. So a lot of the recipes are not, like, traditional Dutch food. It's actually Malaysian food. So we'll be pick, probably be doing That'll one of those be very dishes. Very interesting culinary experience. So next week on Cooking with Vincent Price. Up next, it's time for Couch Potato Corner. Couch Potato Corner. The CPC. And we didn't watch any movies this week, but we have watched some TV, and mm-hmm. specifically, well, we've got a couple of interesting things to talk about at the end. Our go-to. Kind of hang out with the kids show we've been watching a lot is Wipeout recently. It's so fun. We love watching a good game show type of thing and you try to guess who's going to win at the end. Especially like a physical activity game show like Wipeout is, you know. It's the most sporty thing we do. Yeah. And when someone gets like wiped out, we like shout and cheer for them. Like when they're like close to beating somebody, we like stand up and scream. I think the lesson is this. We would probably watch more professional sports like baseball or football if they had pools of mud and whipped cream Mm -hmm. and paint sprayed at them all the time. Yeah. Because I'd be interested. And commentators that were hilarious like John and John. Comedian commentators and someone down at the sideline like Jill to laugh at the people when they mess up. Mm -hmm. So that's good. And then, of course, like I said, mud whipped cream, things beating people in the head. If I knew if someone was going for a touchdown and there was a chance they'd have to do a double backflip and fall into like a a vat of of paint or a pool of water or, you know, get hit by a dodgeball, I'd probably be more interested Mm -hmm. in it. So 
I don't know if you're listening, NFL, <laughs> NBA, you know, for basketball. Well, John Anderson is a real sports commentator. I, yeah, I know. But it's the combination. It's the humor and it's the mess and it's the terrible wipeouts. It's great. Basketball would be great. Like, imagine if they're spraying that slippery paint mm-hmm. all over the gym floor and everyone was flopping around. I would totally watch that. I'm just so excited about the upcoming Bachelor themes wipeout where they have past contestants from The Bachelor on. Now, we're watching the old wipeout, so when you say upcoming, you mean something that aired in, like, 2014. Yes, but I didn't see it then. We were living, you know, well, I guess we weren't living in hotels in 2014. I don't know why I never watched it, but... Because we didn't have, like, broadcast TV. Yeah. We didn't watch a lot of broadcast TV. We didn't have, TV. like, Hulu back then, right? Yeah, exactly. So, it's exciting. It is very exciting. So, that's been fun. Also, there was the finale of What If. Mm-hmm. I guess that was, like, last week, huh? But yeah. still, I don't think we talked about we it. We didn't talk about Couch Potato Corner. We don't want to do any spoilers, because Marvel has many things. But I really liked the finale at, like... Brought everything together and it was really cool. It was great because I was kind of like thought the rest of the season was like mostly a downer. Like it's like, what if everybody dies? But now you see like how it all worked together and it worked out. I really liked it. I thought it was yeah, and I liked the season more than you did, but I feel like it ties it together super well in the end, and I liked it a lot. And you guys have been watching DuckTales. Always. Such a good show. We're almost to the end of the series, which makes me so sad. We watched one today that I seriously cried at. It was beautiful. It was a Christmas special, and it was so great. You cry at a lot of cartoons now. You know what? I cried a lot of stuff. You're a big old soft. Ever since we had kids, I cry. I cry much more easily. I rarely cried before we had kids, and it just opened the emotional wellspring. But I'm telling you, when I say I cried, it it means it was so good. I was filled with emotion over it, and it was like very, very touching. Yeah, it's a great show. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Now, you didn't ever talk about the finale of The Bachelor. Is there anything we need to know? It was Bachelor in Paradise, first of all. All right. Bip. There were three engagements. Well, you got to be a spoiler alert, right? No, it's been out for weeks. They put it on the Bachelor in Paradise page. Okay, okay. It's not like that. Well, if we get angry Bachelor in Paradise fans writing in saying you didn't do a spoiler warning, that's on you. There were three engagements. It oh. was amazing. And just everything my heart wanted. And there was a week off this week. I barely knew what to do with my time. And then we got The Bachelorette, second season of the year. Second season? How many times a year do they do this? It well, like it they never only ends. usually do one season, but this year they did two seasons. Wow, twice as much. They couldn't decide because they already did Katie's season, but then Michelle is a teacher and she didn't want to be away from her kids again. So they shot it over the summer so she didn't have to be away from her students because she missed time with her students to be on The Bachelor. I'm sure their kids are like 
like the students in her class are real proud of their teacher for being. They were on the show. The Bachelorette. They zoomed them in. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it's cute. I love it. I'm so excited. All right. So the last thing we watched this week were all the Halloween specials on Disney Plus. Yeah, they put out a bunch of Halloween specials. It brought me back to like watching Disney Channel Halloween specials mm-hmm. and all the old ones. You know, Halloween specials and Christmas specials when we were kids were like a huge Classic. thing. And the Disney Halloween treat is the one I remember from when mm-hmm. we were kids on Disney Channel. And this like totally brought me back to that stuff because it's what it felt like. They were yeah. all, you know, like 45 minutes-ish, something like that, little Halloween specials. And it was just great. So up first... We had, well, the, in order that we watched it, up first we watched the Muppets Haunted Mansion special, where the Muppets travel to the Haunted Mansion in Disneyland. Well, except it's not in Disneyland, but, you know, it's modeled after that. And hilarity and spookiness ensue. It's amazing. What'd you think? I loved it. It was great. Classic. It was really fun. Will Arnett as, like, the ghost host. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it was very... There was a lot of callbacks to the ride. It almost recreates the entire thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's fun. It's great. If you can handle the Haunted Mansion, the ride, you can definitely handle the Haunted Mansion, the Muppet special. Yes, you can. It's very silly and goofy. Yes. Speaking of goofy, we watched the Mickey Mouse Halloween special. This is just like Mickey Mouse cartoons, like the new series of Mickey Mouse cartoons. Mm-hmm. The scariest story ever is what it's called, I think. Something like that. What did yeah. you think of that one? I don't really remember it. Remember what Mickey happened? Mouse? With, did they all go out on Halloween night with the Huey, Lou, and Dewey and his nephews, for Morty and Ferdy, Mickey's nephews? And then he comes back and he's going to tell them a scary story. And then he tells them all the different stories and they're not scared. Mm. And then everyone tries to tell scary stories. And finally, Mickey comes up with the spookiest story of all. And then, well, I don't want to spoil what happens at the end, but. And then it stuff was happens. Spooky. It was okay. See, the only difference is because this one was animated. So the other one you love, and it was so witty. The Mickey Mouse one is just as good. In fact, I probably would go back to the Mickey Mouse one more often, but it's animated, so you just tune out. Well, we don't all have to like the same thing. Just saying. I don't you didn't even remember what happened. No. I think you just like phase out when it whenever like we're watching something animated. It's hard for me. I make lots of lots of sacrifices. <laughs> so rough. Well, finally, also animated, we watched the Lego Star Wars special. That was funny. Oh, so you remember that one? Yeah. That one's animated. Yeah, but it's like what CGI so comedic. you can handle it. So was the Mickey Mouse one. The Mickey Mouse one was so good. I don't have to like everything you like. <sighs> We've had this conversation since we were just friends. Mm-hmm. I don't have to like everything you like. You but don't have to get so emotional. Well, you've known ever since we were just friends that I still am going to give you a hard time about not liking stuff I like. It's what I do. It's mm. what I live for. And don't underestimate the power of body language. The men up there don't like a lot of clamor. It's pretty close lyrically. That's what you were quoting. It is, yeah. I got a quote right. Yes, you did. Little Mermaid. (laughs) Very good. Now, I really like the Star Wars one, too. I feel like that one, you needed 
like in order to really yeah, get it, you, you kind of had to know a lot of Star Wars stuff. Yeah, you did. And there was a lot of, you know, prequel type of content uh, yeah. in it. I which, know. You're like, poo-poo that, like, right away. It's fine. Like, I didn't... I enjoyed it. It was good. But once they start talking about, like, General Grievous and Darth Maul and stuff, I, I that's when I start to tune out. Because those movies have a very negative <laughs> experience for me. So, if I had to rank them, for me, I would go Mickey, Haunted Mansion, Muppet... Or Mickey, Muppets, and then Star Wars. That's how I'd rank the three. I do Muppets, Star Wars, Mickey. Wow, we have such very different lists. <laughs> how do we even get along and live in the same I house don't together? Know. Opposites attract. <laughs> oh, you. Oh, you. Okay, we're going to do a segment we haven't done in quite a while. We're going to talk music. You have an exciting I do. In addition to all of these great Popbox presents that we've been doing, which hopefully you guys can check out at our Popbox Music Facebook page or YouTube channel. As you know, Popbox Music is the indie record label that I have operated since uh, 2000, the year 2000, that is. Started it with my roommate in college. I've been the executive producer since 2005. 2003. I know, but I became a teacher in 2005. Ah, yes, I see. So, in other (laughs) words, you've been the primary executive producer. (laughs) Yes. Because you've been listed since 2003. I know, but... All now right. I make the big bucks. Well, anyway, we have been doing stuff since 2000, and we've done a lot of CDs. We've released uh, one book, one record, which was the podcast record I did, um, the 7-inch. But this weekend, or this last week, I guess it was, I placed the order for our first ever full-length record. Mm-hmm. 12-inch record, um, as opposed to a 7-inch. So, very, very exciting. We're doing a vinyl release of In a Lonely Places album that we released a couple years ago on Just CD. And Mm -hmm. Daryl, who's the awesome guy who does In a Lonely Place, wanted to release it on vinyl. And so, we got that all set up, and it's, uh, it's off. Now, the crazy part is... You know, CDs, I've ordered many, many times before, and so that's kind of old hat. It's a lot more stress to order a record. There's so much more that goes into it. And when I did the podcast one, it was just us talking on it, you know, and so it didn't really matter what it sounded like. Right. I mean, you know, I didn't want it to sound horrible, but, you know, I didn't care super much as long as we had a record that was us talking on it. But music is very different. There's a lot more dynamic that goes into it, and so... It's nerve-wracking, and I really hope it turns out okay, because I did all That's this That's okay, because you ordered some test press. We do have test presses coming. But the crazy part is, because of a couple of factors, one, you know, COVID-19 and all the issues with shipping and manufacturing stuff with that, two, there's actually a shortage of some of the materials mm-hmm. for records, and three, 
the huge increase of demand for records as collectors are getting into it. I mean, there's people that don't know what CDs are, but they're still buying records at Target because that's <laughs> where they're at, you know. So because of those factors, the entire record manufacturing industry is like a huge backlog and it's way, way, way backed up. And so we ordered it, you know, here in the beginning of October or, you know, near the beginning of October and the expected date for it to arrive to us is late March. So, and that's if, wait a while, if guys. everything goes smoothly. If, uh, you know, if there's an issue or, you know, other things back up worse, it could be longer. That's just their guess. So that's it's pretty crazy. crazy. Whereas CDs, you know, I mean, those usually take, and, and I realize like it's longer right now for records, but, you know, usually it takes. I don't know, three weeks, four weeks tops to get CDs manufactured, yeah. you know. So, depending on how many you're getting and what all goes into it and the time of year you place the order. But anyway, it's super exciting. We're making a 12-inch record. I've never done that before. So, we'll keep you posted throughout the many months as that takes place. And uh, we've probably got a couple others on the horizon that we're going to do, which I'll announce as those get closer. Yay. But that's very, very exciting. It's very exciting. First ever... 12-inch record. And, you know, we always do serial numbers with each one or catalog numbers. So for the the vinyl releases, it's VV for Vox Vinyl, right? Mm -hmm. So the first one, the 7-inch, was VV1. This will be VV2. I'm numbering all the vinyl releases as one unit, not yeah. not distinguishing yeah. between the size format because that's just too complicated. So, And that's how Tooth and & Nail and uh, Available Music do it. Mm -hmm. So if it's good enough for them, it's good enough for me. There you Actually, go. Jeff at Velvet Blue Music, he numbers all of his stuff, whether it's vinyl or tape or CD, all of them have, you know, just one ongoing thing. So a record could be, you know, Velvet Blue VBM1, and then the, you know, second one is a tape VBM2, it doesn't matter. So I distinguish between formats. Right, right. But that's how Tooth & Nail does it, is with the different formats, so... A lot of, you know, titans of the industry to look up to right. and figure out. Anyway, all that is to say, lots of cool stuff happened with Popbox Music. We also recently released all the Spivvy stuff on all of the streaming platforms. So Spotify and Apple Music and Google Play Music or whatever that's called. All those things. Amazon Music. You can get the Spivvy stuff, which is cool. It's awesome. So that's the band that I've done some releases with on Popbox Music as well as I uh, booked a lot of stuff. Toured around three summers with them um, as a sound guy and eventually played bass with them for about a year. So a lot of history there yeah. with these babies. Definitely check them out too. All right. That's music. Up next, we got a quick tale to tell from Teaching Talk. Mommy and Daddy is Teaching Talk. Teaching Talk. All right. I've got a quick story. So this week, McDonald's across the nation have been offering a free breakfast for educators. It's in the marquee at the drive-thru. So it's not like, because I saw some people like nervous on TikTok to ask for it. They were like, what? You know, like, how do I ask for it? But it's like a big promotion. Right. They want people to they know they're being nice to, to teachers, so people like McDonald's. So, I don't know. I forgot about it on Monday, but I went on Tuesday, 
And I went through the drive-thru and I said, well, as soon as I got up to the drive-thru, they're like, uh, we're out of all fried foods. So like, I'm like, oh, does that mean you're not like doing the educator's meal? And they're like, oh, we're just doing that, but we'll give you a drink and a sandwich. No Uh hash brown. I'm like, cool. Less calories. (laughs) So I got that. And then I was like, well, there's a different McDonald's on my way to work. So I went to a different McDonald's. Uh Uh-huh. And got another educator's meal. That's Wednesday. And I always buy, like, an extra drink or, you know, I want to support them for being nice. Sure, sure. But free meal, right? And then I woke up today and I drove to a different McDonald's. So three. And I got another educator's meal. And tomorrow's one more day. tomorrow's the last day. So I'm going to hit one. There's one more. I'm going to have to go slightly out of my way. Now, they didn't put a limit on it. You could have gone to the same one every day. I could have, but that's embarrassing. It's a little less embarrassing. I don't want them to be like... But I heard, so the one today had a double window. Yeah, like, a double drive through. And I heard the lady next to me get an educator smell. So I did too. And you're supposed to show your ID. And I always kind of like have it out, but they never like ask for it. But I mean, so anyone could go and say that. Anywhere you go, but they're being cool about it. So maybe they just took one look at you and went, "Oh, that's a teacher." <laughs> I am wearing my lanyard with my mission Mustangs, yeah, that, like thing. It says like Mrs. Vecchio. You're clearly not going to like a corporate office with that get up, you know. <laughs> so yeah, I'm not like in a fancy car or anything. Hey, the Toyota Scion is a perfectly respectable. You know what's funny? I don't think like, it's even Toyota, is it? It is. It's Toyota Scion. I think it's just Scion. Toyota Parts. Yeah. Anyway, when we first got that, I was working, like, at a different school, and my students thought I had the coolest car. (laughs) Yeah. Nobody says that 11 years later. Well, yeah. When we got it, when we got it when it was new, it's the only car I've ever had that was new. Yeah. Now it's 11 years old. More (laughs) like what I'm used to. (laughs) Uh, all right, so I just had to talk about the educator's meal. Sorry if you're an educator and missed out on the deal. Yeah, because by the time they hear this, it's going to be too late. But that kind of goes into another thing that Phil and I used to do with specials. Yes, we did. This sort of like a vintage Vecchio's. And so because of that, we're just going to throw a quick vintage Vecchio's in there. Yeah, so you know they always have those things where, like, it's free hot dog day, and you go to Wiener Schnitzel and you get a free hot dog, right? Mm -hmm. Or, you know, free ice cream scoop day, and you go to Baskin-Robbins, or free Slurpee day at 7-Eleven. Well, Janelle and I used to do this. We haven't done this in a long time. Togo sandwich or whatever. (laughs) But we would find out. This is, like, mostly in college and right after college. We would find out. And sometimes other people from college would do it with us. Yeah. But we would find out, you know, what's the deal. The so let's say thing. free Wiener Schnitzel day. Or it would be like 25 cent burrito, you know, like Yeah, super not cheap. always free, but sometimes super cheap. So let's say it was free hot dog day, free chili cheese dog at Wiener Schnitzel day. 
which are normally like a dollar or whatever. At least right. back then they were, right? So we would get a map out and we would find, you know, we'd go on the internet because back then we could go on the internet. Map quest. Map quest. And we would find all the wiener schnitzels within like, you know, somewhat reasonable driving distance because we were out in LA in college. Um, you know, there was we a, lot. a lot. We could hit a lot. And so we'd map them all out and we'd plan our day and we would take the whole day and just drive from Wiener Schnitzel to Wiener Schnitzel all day long and get, I mean, I don't remember exactly how many, but I know that on some of those we would hit like seven or eight. Well, Del Taco had like a 25 cent burrito deal. Yes. And it was, it was for an anniversary or maybe their 25th anniversary. So Probably like some of that 25 cent burritos. So, we bought so many burritos, like, we were, like, grossed out at the end. Well, and remember, with those, one of the prizes was you got, like, a Frisbee that says Del Taco Mm -hmm. on it. And you had to buy, like, a certain amount of burritos to get the Frisbee. And so, we went around to all these different Del Tacos, and we got, I think we had five or six of the Frisbees. Frisbees. And so, we had all these Frisbees. And one of the activities we used to love to do in college, although we still like to do it as adults now, but there was a really, really good Frisbee golf course right across the street from Biola University. It's still there, but they've done a lot of construction and cut it down a bunch, which is a shame. It's seriously, like, world-class. Like, they had, you know, tournaments. People would come from all over the state to go play at it. Anyway, we love to go Frisbee golfing. Of course, we had, like, our real Frisbee golf Frisbees, but... We got these Del Taco ones, and so we would go over there, and we'd take a bunch of friends, and we'd all play with the Del Taco ones, and I would tell people, if they asked us about the Del Taco Frisbees, that we were part of the official Del, Del Taco, Taco Frisbee team. golf team, and they're like, how do you get sponsored by Del Taco? I'm like, I guess we're just good, you know. And then they take one look at us And then they watch us throwing these, because they're like little mini Del Taco Frisbees. They don't even go that oh far, because the the... Discs that we ended up getting, like the professional ones, are so much so better. much better for frisbee golf. But we definitely convinced some people that we were part of the Del Taco frisbee golf yeah. team, all because of our little promotional deals. I remember that Togo's deal was a great deal because it was like a foot long Togo's. Yeah, and they were just giving the free sandwich away. We don't even <laughs> like Togo's that much. Like no. as far as sandwiches go, it's low on the sandwich <laughs> rankings, you know. But I don't know, what did we get, eight? Eight of them? Six, seven of them that day? Something like that. We got a lot. But it's now like, who's the time? I know. No. Educator meal, I'm already going to work. Yeah. A lot of times I stop through a drive-thru to get a little pick-me-up for the day. Well, the other thing is with social media now, like, everyone knows. Everybody knows. Back then, it was like, we saw a flyer or a circular, like. Right. And so then we would, like, track them down. Now, because we've done that sometimes. Like, oh, it's free donut day at Krispy Kreme. And we drive over there. And and there's, like, like a a two-hour wait. Yeah. Yeah. It's not worth it. So we've kind of given up on that. That and, you know, it's usually something worth, like, less than a dollar. Mm -hmm. And you could just go buy it, you know, somewhere. Also, yeah, we don't need all the junk food. Yeah. But the other thing that you used to do, in addition to, like, the special days, is you knew, like, every day of the week that had each restaurant that had a special. So, like, on certain days, McDonald's had, like, 25-cent cheeseburgers. Yep. But they did, like, every day of the week. Mondays. Okay. And then Carl's Jr. had, like, wasn't it, like, $1.99 combos? Sundays. Or was it $2.99? I think it was $2.99 combos on Sundays. On Sundays. And you got... The sandwich, the side, and the drink for two ninety nine. Right, so that we'd hit those, 
And then, I don't know, there's a couple others. Del Taco had a, what is it, chicken taco? Chicken soft taco deal? Chicken soft tacos. On certain days. Of the week. Oh, like ta- Taco Tuesdays, probably. Yeah. I don't know. I just remember you had, like. I a, didn't map it out. All seven days of the week, you knew remember, which restaurants had what deals. Bucket of fries at McDonald's. Not, like, yep. a large, but a bucket. They used to do the bucket. Yep. Bucket of fries for $1.99. So you had all of them like mapped out on a calendar. So on any given day of the week, Janelle can tell you like, oh, this is the best place to go for a deal. So again, we ate cheaply, but it's also probably why we're, we're now predicament working our way back down. But it was fun while it, was it lasted. A lot of fun. So. We had a lot of adventures doing that stuff. Yay, vintage vacuo. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for this episode, Janelle. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for hosting this on the couch with me. It's such a great place to host a podcast. It is. I highly recommend it. Especially if you have a co-host that you're both, you know, okay with cuddling while you record a podcast. (laughs) That's good that I'm your co-host. It is. Uh, Keith and I enjoy our podcast a lot, but we do a lot less cuddling when we we do our show. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. So... Especially since we do it remotely right now, but anyway. He's, he can be your podcast husband, but oh, he can. I'm your my real, podcast, wife real wife and your podcast wife. Okay, that's good. Um, I think he could just be my podcast friend, by the way. I don't think we have to be any, any kind of marriage relationship for that to, <laughs> to work, you know, as a show. Just want to well, put that out. I have a work wife. That's it's only f- fair that you have a podcast mm, husband. That's up to you. I, I don't. I don't need to have that, you know. <laughs> Anyway, we are super glad you guys joined us. Thank you so much for listening at home. If you would like to write to us, as always, please write to us at MandarinOrangeShow at gmail.com, or you can send us a message on Facebook. We would love to hear from you. Instagram. Yep, all those places. Check out our TikTok, etc., etc. You message us on TikTok. And make sure you put on your calendar that next Mandarin Orange Live. We're going to be doing it with Keith. On October 24th. Very exciting. Yay! All right. I think it's going to do it. So for the Mandarian Orange Show, I'm Phil. And I'm Janelle. And we talk so you don't have to.